call has gone to just uh, 6 o'clock here on uh, The Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM with myself, Mohammed Zain Machit. And what do we do on a Thursday evening? Of course, a Q&A. And uh, immediately you can send us through your questions via the SMS line on the number 47913. That is uh, 47913. And of course, we'll get the Honorable Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussein to answer your questions. So joining us on the line all the way from Johannesburg. Mufti, assalamu alaikum. Wa'alaikum as-salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Barakallahu feekum, brother Muhammad Zain. Nice to hear you again on the radio, mashallah. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. Uh, Mufti, yes, we're going to go straight into our very first question this evening. It says, Mufti, after my husband has given me the third talaq, but we would really like to reconcile, is there any way that we can get back together? Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Nahmaduhu wa nuswalli ala rasulihi al-kareem. Amma ba'd. All praise is due to Almighty Allah, the sustainer, nourisher, and cherisher of the universe. Peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Here there are two separate issues. Issue number one is all three talaqs are valid, and that is according to all four schools of the Ahlu Sunnah the Shafi'is, the Maliki's, the Hanbali's, the Hanafi's. So there is consensus on that issue. Then after the Iddat, this lady, if she wishes to remarry somebody else, that is a prerogative. But this marriage must not be something that is conditional or temporary, no, because Nabi alayhi salatu salam said, لَأَنَ اللَّهُ الْمُحَلِّلَ وَالْمُحَلَّلَ لَهُ That all Allah's curse is on the first and second husband, meaning that the ex-husband and the second husband, because if they made an arrangement after one day, one week, he will divorce her, the hadith is mentioned in Tirmidhi, then she will not be halal for the first husband. So Quran Kareem addresses this issue in Surah Baqarah, chapter number 2, verse number 230. They all, Allah tells us, Hatta tankihazawjan ghayra, that when she gets married to the second husband, and obviously he has to consummate the marriage, the marriage must be for keeps. After one year, two years, five years, whatever, then the husband divorces her, or he passes away. Then she goes into the Iddah second time, then only will she be halal for the first husband. But if there's conditions and understanding and so forth, so loopholes, then she will not be halal for the first husband. Shukran indeed. Mufti, of course, uh, the voice of Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussein on 91.3 FM. Well, of course, we've got a shorter program because in between we've got a break from Maghrib as well. So make sure you send in your questions early to the number 47913. Quite easy. You type up your question and send it via SMS to the number 47913. Next uh, question, Mufti. It says, could Mufti please repeat the hadith regarding making dua before Maghrib and the reference for the hadith as well? Nabi alayhi salatu salam's dua, Allahumma haza iqbalu laylik wa idbaru naharik wa aswatu duaik faghfirli. The dua is, O Almighty Allah, haza iqbalu laylik. Your night now is approaching us. Like now we can see the sun is going to set in half an hour or so in Cape Town. And then wa idbaru naharik, and the day is going away. And it is the time when the du'as are accepted. It means time for du'a. So if you make plural, forgive me or forgive us. Open Musnad Ahmad and so forth. You will, inshallah, find the hadith there. 
She can Mufti may I ask the lady wants to know may I ask for an umrah as a dowry when I get married? Yes, you have all the right to do so, dear sister. That you tell your husband to be, oh honey, you have to take me for Umrah, or you have to give me the money for Umrah, 15,000 rand, 20,000 rand. So in that way, they, inshallah, that you know that at least you got that money to go for Umrah. My advice to you, sister, will be that instead of telling him the Umrah, tell him to give you the money for the Umrah, because you don't know when he will take you for Umrah. He can say, no, next year, next year, next year, that is a bigger problem. But the khair, no, mama, inshallah, is the beautiful e. <laughs> Shukran indeed, Mufti. Uh, next question, it says, Mufti, if you have asked uh, for forgiveness from people, um, or if you've upset, and you really upset them and uh, badly, and they choose not to forgive you, if you continue making dua for them, will your duas be accepted? Definitely, inshallah, your du'as will be accepted. You continue going in du'a for them, give out charity on their behalf and so forth. So if you did them any wrong, make du'a for them, give out charity on their behalf and so forth. And for them, the law is, if the person came and asked you for forgiveness once, then remember, forgive him. He came and asked you twice, and yet you didn't forgive him. And third time, then for innal isfa'alay, then the sun will be on you, the person who was the grief party. So remember, tomorrow on Day of Justice, Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam will say, my ummati and follower came to you three different times and occasions, and every time you rebuffed him, every time you just turned away, and you know you did not accept his asking forgiveness. So you go away from here, from the house of the water which Mustafa, Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam will be distributing with his own Mubarak blessed hands. This hadith is mentioned in Targhib wa Targhib. Now Mufti, I'm struggling to survive. My family and friends don't come near to support or help me. I can get a job at South African breweries. Can I take a job because I cannot get another job anywhere else, Mufti? Almighty Allah Azza wa Jalla tells us in Surah 5, Surah Ma'idah, verse number 2, وَلَا تَعَوَنُوا عَلَى الْإِثْمِ وَالْعُدْوَانِ Do not cooperate in sin and transgression. So definitely to go and work in the alcohol industry is definitely haram and not permissible. Mustafa, Nabi, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, cursed everyone associated with alcohol. The hadith in Ibn Majah, ten different categories of people are you know, cursed. So it shows that view. Make dua to Almighty Allah tonight. Cry to Allah and say, Ya Basitu, Ya Basitu, Ya Allah, open for me the halal risk and the halal, you know, way. So inshallah, Almighty Allah gives you halal income for you and your family, inshallah. Shukran uh, Mufti, how do I whistle with a bandage on my foot that cannot be removed or uh, made wet? When it cannot be made wet and it can't be removed, just put a plastic or something on top of it, and then you make your huzu, you make your gusal, and so forth. The portion that you can wash, that portion you wash, and the other portion that you cannot wash, you can just make masa on it. If you can't even make masa on it, 
Then according to the Shafi's, Tayammum also is permissible. Hanafi say that you just make masa on it. You can't make masa also on it. Then you just wash whatever you can. And inshallah, that will suffice for you. Shukran indeed. Well, that's uh, Mufti Abdul Qadr Husseini on The Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM. The program being Q&A and you can send us your questions via the SMS line to the number 47913. Quite simple. Tap up your question in the SMS and send it off to 47913. Now, Mufti, while making salah and the baby is in front of me or next to me, can I pick them up and continue performing salah? Mustafa Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam's beloved daughter was Zainab radiallahu anha and her granddaughter was Umama bintu Zainab. She was three years old and Nabi alayhi salatu salam picked her up in salat. You will find this hadith in various places, Mishka Sharif and so forth and so on. So anyway, if the mother has to pick up the baby and so forth, one action or two actions, till then is permissible. But if it's three continuous actions, then according to the Shafi'is, the Salat will break. Or if it is three actions, you understand, in one rukan. One rukan means one standing or one you're sitting and so forth. Then according to Hanafi's, the Salat will break. So if it's once, twice in that posture position, then it will be permissible. Indeed, Mufti, a final question for this hour before we release Mufti to go and perform his Maghrib as the sun sets about Eddie and Joburg. Mufti, I'm a young wife with three little boys married for 12 years. My husband and myself don't share a bed because we live in a very small space. So he sleeps in the dining room at the night. He watches porn movies. I stay with him because I have no one else. Uh, I don't have anyone else to support me. Can Mufti please give some advice? Here there are three issues. Remember for the husband and wife to be watching porn. Although the husband is watching it intentionally and let's say that you are just watching it by the way, but both of you are guilty of a major sin. I don't think I don't think she's watching Mufti, it's just her husband. Okay, fine. Shukran for that. So therefore that I just mentioned by the way, but she's not watching at all, Alhamdulillah that's very good. So if the husband is watching, remember the sin is on him and it's a major sin even when it comes to his wife and fulfills the conjugal rights, then it will not be of his wife because he is now fantasizing of the other ladies who he saw on the screen and so forth, Allah forbid. So my advice to you, sister, start ta'aleem in your house, take the works of Allah al-Nawawi, rahimahullah, like Riyadhul Salihin, or the Fazail books of Ma'an Zakaria, Shaykh Hadith, rahmatullah alayh, and you read that and create that environment. Secondly is this, that inshallah, if you know finances are available, then you try and rent another place or move into some other place because this is not conducive and good for a marriage that your husband is sleeping in the dining room, you're sleeping there and all that because, you know, husband, wife, you need to bond and you bond in the bed as well. So therefore, ulama have written that it's best for them to sleep on the same bed. How our clothing are near us. So likewise, the husband and wife supposed to be near one another. So that will be our advice. So speak to your husband that he must remove this habit of watching the spawn because that will not bring rahmah and mercy of Allah. Rather, it brings the la'ana and the curse of all Allah. Shukran indeed, Mufti. We're going to break now, inshallah. We'll speak to Mufti in about uh, six or seven minutes time, inshallah. Shukran. And of course, uh, you, the listener, can continue sending in your questions uh, to the number 47913.
Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM Stereo. My radio station, your radio station, our radio station, the Voice of the Cape. Well, while we're waiting to get Mufti back on air, inshallah, which will be in the next few minutes, as I uh, said earlier on, you can send us your questions via the SMS line to the number 47913, 47913. And remember, SMSs are charged at 1 in 50. Now, as you know by now that uh, our wonderful festival, alhamdulillah, this, we, this year will once again be happening. Uh, this time around on the 7th of May, that's from the 7th uh, right through until the 10th of May over that particular weekend. And of course, uh, happening at Fakis Kral. Point number one, the stalls will be going on sale this coming Saturday. So if you're from a masjid organization or individual, you're selling food, um, non-food stalls, all of that stuff, if you want to have a stall and you preferably want to have the, the best uh, spot, you need to come and book that on this Saturday. It goes on sale on this Saturday. At the studios of the Voice of the Cape, be here early on Saturday morning to be in the queue because obviously you get a number and in that order you will be allocated your space. You will then have uh, opportunity to choose. So make sure that you are here this coming Saturday morning early, inshallah, at the studios. And on the other side, remember, we also have our exhibition area. Now, there you can speak to the sales department. And, of course, uh, this is uh, uh, mainly focused for people who have businesses or services. So, you've got a special product, for example, that you'd like to exhibit. And then this is like the ideal opportunity to do that. Um, you get in contact with our sales department. And, of course, remember, you will be in a marquee. And for those people, we also give airtime as well and recognition that you form part of our exhibition. So, whether you're selling cars, you can uh, take car bays, uh, whatever services it is um, you can come and exhibit at uh, the Voice of the Cape but obviously speak to our sales departments that's during office hours 021-442-3500 and they will put you in contact with them as well inshallah but for now I think Mufti should be ready very shortly so what we'll be doing now is uh, get Mufti on the line and continue of course with queuing while you are sending us your SMSs to the number 47913 Live from Cape Town, this is the Voice of the Cape. The Voice of the Cape. The Voice of the Cape. So yes, as I said, uh, we have Mufti online and of course uh, uh, we continue now with Q&A. Uh, our next question, Mufti says, um, Salam, my husband, don't spend time with me or take me to my family. He only wants me to go to his family. I miss my family. Please give some advice to my husband. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Almighty Allah Azza wa Jalla commands every husband in Surah 4, Surah Nisa verse 19, and treat your wives with equity, love and respect and justice. Mustafa Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, خيركم 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 The best of you are the best of you to your wives and children. I, Mustafa Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, am the best to my wives and my children. The hadith mentioned on the authority of Siddiqa Sayyida Aisha radiallahu anha in Tirmidhi. So, brother, you, how you love your parents, obviously she also loves her parents. If her parents are 
here, buy it, and once a week, once a fortnight, two weeks, or once a month, take her there, so she also feels that you care for her parents, otherwise it will be one-way street. Remember, marriage is give and take. Marriage is not a dictatorship, but a partnership, brother. Always remember that. Shukran Mufti, going on to our next question. Uh, Mufti, it says, uh, Asalaamu Alaikum, well, okay, it's not that one. It says, uh, if one looks at two great sheikhs, namely Imam Al-Hazali and Ibn Taymiyyah, rahmatullahi they both have opposite views. How does one find that middle path on which direction to take? Obviously, remember the times that people lived in were always there also playing an influence when you look at the time of Imam Ghazali, rahimahullah, you will find that some people were involved in great philosophy, some others went astray. So he came about and then he spoke about all this. Sheikh Yusuf Qardawi has written a brilliant book for those who know Arabic and you can ask the scholars. Al-Imam Al-Ghazali, Bayna Ghabayna Maadihihi wa Naqidihi. Imam Ghazali between the people who praised him and the people who criticized him. A very balanced book written by Sheikh Yusuf Qardawi, Hafizahullah. I have it in my possession. So people can read that and you will see the greatness and sometimes you know how people criticize. Sheikh Islam and Taymiyyah, Rahimahullah, for all of you who know English and majority, 90% know English, then read the book Saviors of the Islamic Spirit by Hazrat Maulana Sheikh Abul Hassan Ali Nadwi. The second volume is dedicated to Sheikh Islam and Taymiyyah, a great scholar, but obviously he made some serious mistakes as well. So Almighty Allah, forgive our scholars for our mistakes. We all are human beings. We can make mistakes. And in that way, but we must never forget their contribution. And we must always remember them for their greatness and their contribution. Now, Mufti, a man has two wives. How should he financially support them if maybe wife one has got two sons and the second wife has only a daughter? Should Nafika be equal or according to the amount of children? No, definitely according to the amount of children. Wife number one, for example, has two sons. Wife number two has one daughter. So the wife that has more children, obviously there will be more nafaqah, there will be more expenses there as far as uniforms, food, all these type of things, spending money and so forth go on. The wife number two cannot complain. Yeah, and so forth. No, you can't do that. Remember, Islam teaches us justice, and the justice here is one person has five children, the other one got two children, so there the expenses will be double compared to the one who got two. So that is what the justice is all about. Shukam Mufti, next question, quite a lengthy email, but I'll just shorten it. Uh, lady says, we had problems a few years ago. I asked her husband to give me a talaq, which he then gave me all three, but the sheikh said no to only give one. Two weeks later, um, I took him back. Now, for years, we had a bit of problems. Uh, I then went to go sleep in the lounge, and he packed his clothes and went. And I said, in that case, rather give me a talaq. Uh, now she wants to know, can she take him back after the second talaq? If Aida is finished, Mufti, please advise. After the second talaq, you can still reconcile, but it must be with a new nikah and a new marriage. So just go to the imam, the sheikh, and tell him to perform your nikah, and you have two witnesses, and he must pay you the mahar again, and in that way then you reconcile. But you must tell him, sister, that for future, he only has one talaq left. 
If he gives you one more talaq, then that will be considered as the third and final talaq. So never you should demand a talaq because it seems like that you are missing one another too much. Just dan khir yala talaq and dan kum yala saam and others, you know. So tell him no more talaq now. Now we stay together for always, inshallah. Amen, inshallah. The voice of Mufti Abdul Qadr Hussain continues uh, sending your questions via the SMS line on 47913. Now, Mufti, I see it's all about the husbands. Uh, the next question says, Mufti, can my husband break my wudu? Remember, according to Imam Shafi'i, rahimahullah, that is the fatwa, when the husband touches the wife, the wife touches the husband, skin to skin, then the wudu will break, and both parties will have to perform the wudu. However, according to the Hanafis, the wudu does not break. Our mother, Siddiqa, Sayyida Aisha, radiallahu anha, states, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, bada nisaihi, thumma yuswalli wa lam yatawadda, is to go and kiss some of his wives, and then read salat, and shouldn't perform the hadith in Tirmidhi. So therefore, the Hanafi scholars say, don't break, Shafi says it breaks, but when you go Makkah, Mukarramah and that, then the Shafis also practice according to the Hanafi school because of the big crowd there and so forth, Umrah time and Hajj time. So it just depends where you are. This question, Mufti, it says, is it permissible for a married man to masturbate if he does not want to have an illicit affair? Remember, brother, yeah, there are three issues. Issue number one is if you are married and your wife is with you, then obviously you can't be masturbating, you can't make the yamum when the water is available. So if you are married, then you can have conjugal rights with your wife, so masturbation is out of the question. Number two is if you are not married and now you want to masturbate because you fear you will get involved in haram, then the hadith of Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam teaches us, فَأَلَيْكَ بِسَوْمُ فَإِنَّ سَوْمَ لَهُ The hadith in Bukhari Muslim, then you should be fasting because that fasting will crush and break your desires. So that is the, the, the solution Islam gives. Third one, remember Al-Imam Shafi'i, the genius and the giant that he was, said Al-Istimna'u Haramun. He said that the masturbating is not permissible and haram. When they asked him what is your dalil and evidence, he quoted the verse, You open the first six, seven verses of chapter 23, Surah Mu'minun. Whosoever goes beyond the limits, so those people are transgressors. From that verse, Imam Shafi proved that best debating is not permissible. So no, brother, you mustn't do that. Either you fast or either you get married. Shukran indeed. Mufti, uh, next question. Um, I got some money from my father's inheritance. We are four brothers and five sisters. How should we be dividing it, Mufti? Just give me the breakdown again. How many sons, how many uh, daughters? Four, four, four boys and five sisters. Okay, in a case like this, you make 13 shares. So for the sons, eight shares because they are four. So two, 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 eight each. And there are five daughters, so five shares for them. So the total shares will be 13. 130,000, for example. So then in that case, there are 13,000 for the, you know, so it means there are 13 shares. So 20, 20,000 for the boys and 10, 10,000 for the girls. Shikha Mufti, the next one, I don't really know what the question is, but I'll uh, read the SMS. It says, Mufti, I have nice dreams about my late husband. He left me a house. I sold it. Now I'm moving from one place to the next. I'm 75 years old. 
Mashallah, may all Allah grant your husband Jannatul Firdaus. Just now is Maghrib time, day in Cape Town, sister. Even now, and the brothers who are asking about the reference for that dua, Allahumma hadha iqbalu laylik wa idbaru naharik wa aswatu duaik. The hadith is in Mishkat Sharif also, hadith number 669, if you have Sheikh Albani's copy. So open Mishkat Sharif, you will find the hadith there. So anyway, now also you can make dua, sister, for your deceased husband. Otherwise, after Maghrib, Laylatul Jumu'ah, the night of Friday, which dua are you going to make? Surah 59, Surah Hashar, verse 10. رَبَّنَا اغْفِرْ لَنَا وَلِإِخْوَانِنَا الَّذِينَ سَبَقُونَا بِالْإِيمَانِ Oh, beloved Allah, forgive us. Forgive our brothers, it means brothers, sisters who passed away before us with Iman. Surah 59, Surah Hashar, verse 10. So it means your husband is very pleased with your decision. You sold the house, you're moving somewhere else. Therefore, in your dream, he's coming smiling all the way, sister. Inshallah, both of you will enter Jannah smiling all the way. Amen, inshallah. Now, Mufti, sometimes after Maghrib Salah, my husband waits for Salatul Aisha. He falls asleep. Is his wudu still valid? If he is in the masjid or he comes at home and he sits, he sits in such a manner that the, you know, the back passage is on the ground, is on something solid, and he falls asleep, then we will say that the wudu is still valid because that whole back portion is like propped up, you know. So next come eight knee. But if he will go sleep, for example, lying down and all that on his flanks on his side, then the wudu will be broken. This question, Mufti, is it permissible to burn a box of old Muslim views? I do not want to throw it away because obviously uh, the paper, some reference to hadith or Quran. Uh, how should one get rid of it, Mufti? When a person has newspapers or magazines which contain Quranic verses, a hadith and sayings of Mustafa, Nabi Muhammad, وسلم, you have three options. One option is you go and bury it somewhere in the graveyard or somewhere. Second is, mashallah, Cape Town, there's no shortage. You submerge it in water. You've got two oceans there. So you just put it in a box, put a stone or a brick or something, and inshallah, it will submerge in the water. As a last, last resort, you can burn it also, but that will be the last option and not the first one. Shukran indeed, Mufti. What we're going to do now on our side break for Maghrib, inshallah, and then we'll continue at approximately 10 to and uh, take uh, maybe one or two more questions and, of course, uh, some nasikha to the end of the program, inshallah. Till then, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Well, of course, as you heard there, uh, uh, we'll continue with the program immediately after Maghrib, inshallah, which should, should be around about 10 to, and uh, that will take us up to about 7 o'clock. The Cape, 91.3 FM Stereo. Of course, uh, we're into the last few minutes of our program Q&A here on 91.3 FM. And uh, as you understand, because of course we have to perform our Maghrib, so hence the program a bit shorter this evening. Well, we go straight into the questions. We've got about uh, just under 10 minutes left. Next question, Mufti. It says, Assalamu alaikum, Mufti. What should one do if one is standing in the first saf and there's about four to four behind and during Salah, and then the screen refreshes, and during Salah... Um, Oh, where has that disappeared? Now, during, during the Salah, you realize one does not have wudu, Mufti. 
In a case like that, brother, what you need to do is put your hanky or a cloth by your mouth, by your nose, to create the perception, impression that your, your nose is bleeding, and then you walk out, so the brothers in the second, third, fourth surf will give you way, and then you go and perform your wudu, and then you come back, and then you restart and repeat your entire salat. If you get the imam in the second or third rakat, because you miss some rakats, then you just stand up after the salam and complete the or the rakats you have missed. Now, Mufti, my wife had a baby and could not fast. She paid fidya. Must she still pay in the fast as well? Yes, the qada will still be compulsory. It does not mean that if you pay it, then the, the fasting itself, the qada will be so fall, fall, falling away. No, the qada of the fast will still be compulsory because the Quran Kareem states, So where the person is temporarily ill, like in the case of pregnancy, breastfeeding, so qada of the must fast is compulsory. And that payment alone will not suffice. Now, Mufti, I recently saw people in the masjid making the three witr salah after Aisha together as one uh, instead of two rakats and then one separate. Is this permissible? If they read the witr salat two and one, so that is permissible according to the Shafis, Hanbalis. If they read it as one rakat only, so that also is permissible according to Shafis. And that is not the best, the best is three, but one is permissible. However, according to the Hanafis, you read three rakats one way without breaking it up. And we read three rakats, like, you know, very similar to Maghrib, but you will then, in the ending, they read the kunut, according to the Hanafi scholars. So that is the slight difference of opinion among the jurors on this issue. And then one name question crept in. I said, Mufti, can Mufti please give the meaning of the name Fairuza? It is to do Fairuz and Fairuza. Fairuz will be for male and Fairuza for female. So this has to do with fragrance and perfume and so forth. Some people say we should not keep this name, but you know that's not right. Because you must remember those who say you should not keep this name. Because the person who murdered Sayyidina Umar radiallahu and Abu Lu'lu al-Majusi, so his name was Fairuz. But that's incorrect that we say we can't keep the name because there's a Sahabi's name, Fairuz Daylami. So Nabi alayhi salatu salam said, Father Fairuz. So therefore, it is permissible to keep that name. Islamically, there's no problem with that. Now, Mufti, my problem is with my family members eat at restaurants that serves liquor. They even have birthday parties as well. Can Mufti please give some advice? Here there are three issues. Issue number one will be Mustafa Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam taught us the hadith in Tirmidhi. Man kana yu'minu billahi wal yawmil akhir fala yajlis ala ma'idatin tudaru alayhi al-khamar. There are those who believe in all Allah in the last day, meaning they are true Muslims. They should not frequent the place where alcohol is served. So that definitely is not permissible. Second one, authentic hadith in Tirmidhi. Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa addressing his beloved grandson Sayyidina Hassan radiallahu an and telling him and informing him leave that which puts you into doubt and rather opt for that in which there is no doubt so therefore we need to realize we can't say no we must be broad-minded broad-minded and then we do this type of thing 
Third one, remember, birthday parties also are a Western concept. It's not something to do with Islam. So therefore, we need to make Toba to go to such places. This question, Mufti, I assume it comes from a lady. It says, Mufti, I don't like cooking. Is it a sin? Remember, sister, if you don't like cooking, then what will you eat yourself? Ask yourself that question. Second thing is, your husband can't take you out every day, and you yourself, Quran Kareem teaches us, sister, Eat that which is halal, permissible, and tayyib, wholesome and pure. And therefore, what the wife makes at home or the mother makes at home, that is the best, sister. So, inshallah, you take, make that intention. I'm to feed myself and my family members halal and tayyibah. For every lukma, every morsel they take, subhanallah, you will get the reward. So, change your intention and see all. Almighty Allah will bless your home with a lot of barakah and blessing. I mean, inshallah. And a hungry man is an angry man, Mufti. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Mufti, next question. Uh, what is the right time or the best time to recite Surah Kaf on a Friday and also some of the benefits as well? Mustafa Nabi sallallahu authentic hadith on the authority of Abu Sayyid al-Khudri radiallahu anh mentioned in Sunan Nasai, this is Sahih hadith. Qala al-Nabiyu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, whosoever reads man qara'a surat al-Kahfi yawm al-Jumu'ah, adha'a lahu min al-Nur ma'bain al-Jumu'atayn, whosoever reads surat al-Kahf on a Friday, so the night time like now, or on a day of Friday, then Almighty Allah will bless him with Nur and effulgence from one Friday to the next. And imagine we have load shedding, how many problems, what will happen in the Qabr in a year after. So read Surah Kahf and it will be Noor, Noor and effulgence and light for us and we will be protected from the fitna and the trials of Dajjal. Another hadith mentioned in Darimi, Bunabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, some ulama say, some ulama say, Abu Sayyid Khudri, radiallahu an mawkuf, as we call in hadith terminology, that man qara asurat al-kahfi laylat al-jumu'ah, whosoever reads surah kahf on the night of Friday, now after Maghrib, after Isha, then ja'ala allahu bayt, almighty Allah grants him adha'a lahu ma baynahu, adha'a lahu ma baynahu wa bayna al-bayt al-atiq, Almighty Allah Jalla gives him nur and effulgence from where he is, Cape Town, Johannesburg, right till the Baytullah. And that hadith is mentioned in Darimi. So all these are virtues of Surah Kahf. Shukran indeed, Mufti. Now my sister-in-law, last question for this evening. My sister-in-law is bad-mouthing me after I took care of her mom when she threw her out. She just took her uh, mother back and didn't say anything uh, to her. Instead, speaks bad of me. What should I do, Mufti? Sister, you did it for the sake of Almighty Allah. Now she is bad-mouthing you because she's feeling guilty. The people saw that she threw her mother out and you took her in. You did it for the pleasure of Allah. So ask Almighty Allah to accept it. Read Rabbana, taqabbal minna, inna ka'anta samiul alim. And secondly, sister, for that sister who's bad-mouthing you, read Surah 40, Surah 40, verse 44. Wa ufawwidu amri ilallah. Oh, uh-huh.
Shukran indeed, Mufti, that concludes uh, all the time that we have for questions. We know there's a few more, but we don't have the time. Uh, we just have uh, two minutes left for some nasiha to end of the program, inshallah. Dear brother, sister of Voice of the Cape, when we look at the Islamic date, tomorrow, Friday, will be the 20th of Jumad al-Akhirah, Jumad al-Ukhra, 1436, both ways you can say it. On the 22nd of Jumad al-Akhirah, the 13th year of the Hijrah, Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala anhu passed away. In this one, two minutes I have, I want to just tell you who is Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu an. Read Surah 9, Surah Tawbah, verse 40. Thani Asnain, Idhuma Filghar. Thani Asnain, the second of the two. When they were in the cave, the cave of Thor, and when Sayyidina Abu Bakr was more concerned about Nabi alayhi salam, and then Nabi alayhi salam told him and informed him, Sayyidina Abu Bakr, La tahzan id yaqulu li sahibihi, La tahzan inna Allah ma'ana. Don't be grieved, don't be sad, don't worry. Verily, Allah's mercy, Allah's help is with us. Surah 9, verse 40. O Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah, Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq, radiallahu anhu's name Abdullah, his father's name Uthman, his mother's name Salma, he is Thaniyas Nain, the second of the two in the cave. He is Thaniyas Nain in the journey to Medina Munawwara, the Hijrah. He is Thaniyas Nain on the Musalla of Nabi alayhi salatu salam. Whilst Mustafa sallallahu alayhi was in that fatal illness, 17 salats were performed by Sayyidina Bakr Siddiq radiallahu an on the Musalla of Nabi alayhi salatu salam during the lifetime of the Master alayhi salam. And Sayyidina Bakr Siddiq Isaniyas Nain, even in the Qabr Mubarak where Mustafa sallallahu alayhi is buried, right next to Mustafa sallallahu alayhi is Sayyidina Bakr Siddiq radiallahu an. Therefore, we love Sayyidina Bakr Siddiq radiallahu an. He was, he is, he will always be the greatest person to walk on this earth after the prophets and messengers alayhi salam. Any person makes derogatory remarks against Sayyidina Bakr or says he's not a Muslim, then such people Allah forbid, they themselves are out of the fall of Islam. That dua again, Allahumma hadha iqbalu laylik wa idbaru naharik wa aswatu duaik fulfilli is in Abu Dawood and in Mishkat Sharif and open the chapter on Azan, you will find it there inshallah. Barakallahu feek to you my dear brother Muhammad Zain, all the listeners make dua for the Ummah at large and myself. We are all sinners and we need all mighty Allah's forgiveness. Barakallahu feek, shukran jazeelan, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Jazakallah khair to you, Mufti, Allah protect and guide you inshallah and of course uh, until the next time, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam and of course we say a big shukran to you for tuning in and of course uh, sending in your questions up next uh, keeping you company of course uh, the honorable uh, buddha talib sama inshallah the voice of the cape 91.3 fm stereo